Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? And, of course, we got the Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial advisor slash car guru, Mr. Richard Hoskins himself in the studio. What's happening, Upstate? I tell you what, guys. I love how Richard intros himself. Richard intros himself like we're in a, like a college radio station. Pretty much. And there's like hot girls running around or something. He's that cool guy. And he drives a Shelby Daytona Z. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, the real the real ladies magnet. <laughs> Chicks dig twin turbo or turbos. Well, they like twin turbos too. Twin turskies. Twin turskies. I love it. He's a man in a Z car. I mean, what's not the like? I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm I'm kind of a fan of it. I am too. I'm just saying. So what are we talking about? I, I know we got uh, we got some stuff coming up in our future here. Yeah, we do. We have some way cool stuff. We got some pony stuff coming up in our near future. Yeah, it's that it? time of year. It, it is that time of year. It's crazy car show season. It was the 21st or the 24th, I think. That's we right. Going? Ponies in the Smokies in beautiful Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And that's, of course, in the month of March. In March. And then April's rolling around. We got Carolina Motor Fest. Oh, man. Carolina Motor Fest is going to be great this year, April 28th. Yes. And then we got the mini trucking Nats in we Maggie do, Valley. We do that same weekend. That same weekend. That's right. We're pulling double time then. And then the next month, we got the Camaro Nats, the Camaro Gathering, Winston-Salem. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I'm, I, t- I love car show season. Like this, like this is our time. This like, is, like it's like wedding crasher season. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, like you know, like I, I don't know how them upstate outdoor boys do it. Like how they feel like just before hunting season. But I like to think it's kind of like me before car show season. It, it's about the same. I've hunted so, like, before. So. I'm not, I'm not pouring like deer pee on my boots or anything yet. But like I'm wiping my cars down, like getting them ready. You know, changing oil in them. Like I'm ready. Like pressing all my shop shirts just perfect and things like that. Well, you're rubbing motor oil on your neck, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's a little bit how we roll. You know. <laughs> is, that, is that 1030 you're wearing? No, it's 1040. It's 1040. You know me. You know I'm a 1040 man. Yeah, I'm a high mileage kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I love car show season. But i tell you what I love. What do you love? Is I love being in this hobby for as long as I have. And I've seen all the changes. I've watched it grow. I've watched it prosper. And then you almost make you wonder, what's coming next? Mm, that's a very interesting topic. What's the future of hot rodding? What are we going to see in a hot, on a Hot Rod Magazine cover 10 years from now? <laughs> How about 20 or 30 or 40 years from now? I want to answer that with a frown, but it'll probably be pretty cool, whatever it I is. I think it will be. I mean, this is the thing. And you're like, well, you know, you really don't know the future. Okay, let's step it back. Let's go to the mid-90s. Mid-90s. What was hot? Street rods, things like that. Street rods were huge. Billet, everything. Billet mm-hmm. aluminum, all this stuff. Really no late model stuff. I mean, you had guys fixing a few Camaros and Mustangs, but that was about the gist of it. Well, you had fast stuff. It wasn't really what... I mean, it's hot rodding, of course. Like, yeah, the new new cars, people were making fast. But yeah, like as far as hot rods going to chase and stuff, 
Way too much billet. Way too much billet. Pastel colors, yeah. purples, peaches. Tweed. Oh, <laughs> tweed and tear. You, you didn't like it's that? Like, I want to know the man that came up with tweed and tear. What are you looking for? And well, why was it always purple? It's, it's kind of like, well, I want something kind of like that feels like burlap with fuzz on it. You, you didn't That's li- what it looks like. You didn't like uh, the Peach 32 Ford with uh, tweed and tear and 17-inch billet wheels? And the, tur- and, the, and the turquoise scallops? Yes. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like the Easter Bunny himself designed it. Now I'll take a pass. <laughs> and the Tasmanian Devil airbrushed on the trunk. Oh, that. That's a have to. That's a Yosemite. My grandfather had Yosemite Sam on the back of his. He was a trendsetter, you know. The nineties were, or, yeah, the nineties. But, but can you imagine these guys if they knew what would be hot now? How about rat rods and patina rods? These guys would drop their quick detailer. If they're they not would be like, dead. oh my god! I mean, look at that. That thing ain't got no paint on it, Earl. Is that rust? That ain't. That's not pastel. That's patina. Why does that car have balls? I mean, I mean, this is, is exactly. How about how about the Carolina squat? You know what Ooh. I mean? Oh, oh. How about the guys in Trucking Magazine in 95 got a hold of that? That boy's got half a lowering kit on that thing. Ooh. That's how all the lowrider guys look at it. Not half a lift kit. They got half a lowering kit. Now and we can't they put it. half a drop on it. I tell you what, them things going to get horrible fuel miles. Hell, they're going uphill everywhere they go. Yeah. It's horrible. I mean, that's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, in terms of styling on a car, yeah, I'd have to agree. That's probably and it can't handle worth a flip, you would think. No, in terms of styling and functioning in uh, the automotive world, that's probably the worst trend. It's kind of like the seen. dog that drags its butt on the carpet. Yeah, I that's think what it looks you're like. Supposed what it looks them, like. Hey, you're supposed to put them down, aren't you? I think so. At least I wish somebody outside. would put those guys down. It's yeah. horrible. Horrible, horrible. But we're talking about trends and what we think. So I broke my old crystal ball out. I whopped her down with WD-40 today. Got her all fired up. And I'm going to tell you what I think is going to be the next hot thing in hot riding. Hmm. We got a really cool calling guest today, too. Really cool calling guest. And this guy's going to shed a lot of light onto it. A little California style, and I'll leave it at that right there. Built some beautiful cars, and we'll talk about that a little more here later. So, Rod, tell me about your week. My week? Oh, you know what I do. I just wrap cars. I just wrap cars. That's all I do. You know, and that's another thing that I see that's going to get really big in the future. You I know, think you're going to see a lot of the wrap That's industry. going to step into the trending of automotive the world real hardcore. It's going to be a, a, it's it's going to be a contender now. with customizing because yeah. you're not married to it. No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a trend. I think it's a solution. Really, It really um, is. You know, it, it's something we've talked about before in the rap industry, actually, that... We're going to see a day. I, I love f- it when he gets all Mr. Wizard about raps <laughs> in the rap industry. Proceed. Well, well I, I actually, I've talked about this with a few people. I foresee a uh, future where you're going to buy a white car or a black car, and it's going to get wrapped the color you want before you even leave the dealership. So, like, you'll have colors ordered to go. So, basically, you just order a plain one. Yeah. And get it wrapped. Yep. I, I really believe you'll see that in the They've future. I've always done that with stripes. Yeah, really. I mean, I mean, and, and, and I mean, it was a customizing touch. And dealers can make a killing off it. Yeah, because yeah. they'll finance it. Exactly. Hmm. So, hmm, hmm. You mean stroking my goatee over here? That, that's a foreseeable trend. Think about how easy it is to customize a car right from your dealership. Yeah, really oh, easy. You, you can, can get break complete, it down in some easy payments. You can get a complete custom paint job, if you will, vinyl wrap, right from the dealership. No questions asked. 
and I mean, basically, it's warranted. Man, I mean, and it really is. And I'll be honest with you, it's actually tougher than paint. It really is. It really is. I mean, the wrap has and the repair so is far. far easier. Oh yeah, well, I mean, if any fender benders or things like that, it's not like custom mixed paint. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you order it off the shelf and you get it. Makes sense. I mean, it really does in so many ways with the wraps. I'm a fan of wraps. I really am. I think that's going to be a big, big trend. Like I said, we're going to hit on all these things here in just a little bit. Richard, tell me about your week. Anything cool and exciting, hot rodding wise with you? Nah, you kind of put me on the spot now. Man, man. Welcome (laughs) welcome to radio. I washed the Cadillac over the weekend. Uh, That's what I'm screaming. That's about it. Richard's got. Like, oh no no! Uh, I did drive a Hellcat this weekend. You did. That's right. I that's forgot. Right, our buddy Gardner. Forget that. Man, um, that this I, is, I can see where it'd be lackluster. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, is it that bad, Richard? I mean, you <laughs> drove a Hellcat. It was awesome. Um, psychotic is the best word that I know to describe it. Um, oh, and we got my turbo inlet shield on. I'm I'm just like trying to figure out. Like, you left that out. Like, did you win the lottery, too, and forget to tell us or anything? I was thinking it was last weekend. Uh, I was forgot. You? Well, it was last weekend, actually. I forgot that I didn't make it here last week. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. no, it was awesome. Uh, I got to hang out at Gardner's, uh, you know, see some cool rides. Uh, They're still working on the Tri-5 truck? They are. It's on the lift right now, actually. It's wired. Um, I mean, it's ready to be put together, really. Shoot, yeah. I love it. Our, our buddy Gardner, he's over in easily the Dacusville area. Awesome, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Cool cars. Love it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I don't love. And you know what's coming. <sighs> Commercial breaks. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, guys. Stay tuned. We're talking the future of hot rodding on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And we got some more news coming up in the automotive world right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? And we got Richard Hoskins in the studio, the Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst. And I think you got something speaking of financials. Yeah, speaking it of financials. It sounds like California's trying to get into somebody's. And, and kind of kind of ways along the lines of this whole uh, automotive trend thing, too, a little bit. So if you've uh, not been on the drive uh, recently, um, it's a good good place to find automotive news. It really is. It relates to the article. It's pretty interesting. Jags Automotive to pay $1.7 million for selling illegal parts in California. Now, this is a nice clickbaiting, misleading title here because it sounds like they're doing some shady crap. But really, no, it's California who I put to blame here. All this comes down to is they're selling normal air cleaners, cold air intakes, exhaust modified parts that are not emissions passed in California. So it's the same parts. Off-road use. Yeah, off-road use only. So it's it's stuff that we can buy here in South Carolina that's 110% legal in California. It's illegal to have. Well, now, uh, CAR, we've talked about them before, the California Automotive uh, Air Research Board. Board. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, They're the ones cracking down on this because these parts are... I guess uh, we need to just start smuggling well, you know, K&N air filters well, into California. Well, I'll be need honest do. with you. I would rather get caught with a pound of Coke in California than an off-road H-pot. Right. I mean, and, and that's where they're getting it to. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah, that's the point it's coming to. You're probably better off smuggling cocaine than you are cold air intakes. That's insane. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, Captain Planet's over here crying or anything. I mean, come on. I mean, how bad could it possibly be? No, I mean, you're sitting in Nevada running the same cold air intake. You go over the border, and all of a sudden you're illegal. I mean, it really it really makes no sense. But 
you know, tying it back to we're talking about the styles of cars, you know, things like this is really putting a, a cramp, if you will, on the aftermarket styling because you can't do but X amount. And, you know, right now it's pretty much just California, well, but how long? Performance, not right. styling so right. much, but performance of them. Well, right, that, right. That's part of the styling to me. <laughs> that's where I start with. My exhaust is in style. Yeah, exactly. My, my engine's in style. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It does. It puts a, a dampering on the industry. It does. And then this is the thing. We're affecting a multi-billion dollar industry oh, yeah. with one state that wants to stick their nose up mm-hmm. at it. And the worst part is, this is the state where it all started. Yeah, I mean, really. Speaking of that, speaking of, of culture, have you have you watched the movie Lowrider yet? No, I have not seen the movie Lowrider. You guys are totally missing out on it. And it, it it's, in, it's in Redbox right now, so you can get a hold of it that way. You guys need to watch that because that talks about the California culture and the low-riding community. And it really hits on the head and, like, how deeply embedded that culture is. I mean, and you can look at it, even if you're not a low-rider guy, even if you're not out there, you know, bending the switches, uh, cruising down Melrose, listening to, you know, Snoop. I mean, you can really appreciate the culture because we kind of share the same likes and similarities. Well, I mean... Just like the mini truck crowd. Oh yeah, people turn their nose up. These guys are fabricators, second to none. Well, I mean, it, you know, I hate to say it nowadays, but if you want to get disappointed in the car community, just go hang out with the hot rod guys nowadays. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the culture you. of it's gone. Yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah, and and it's not the culture's gone. That's 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 a harsh. That's that that's a, uh, that's a swipe. That, that's I'm over, here, I'm over, that's, I'm over here to do like the bad kitty. That, that's, that's, that's tough love. Much. That's tough love. The culture's there. The heart's there. It just don't have any soul anymore. I, I can see how you put it that way. To me, it's dead. I, I think it can be revived, but I think it's dead. What do you think, Richard? Uh, I think the modern stuff uh, is not as much imagination as there once was. I mean, you can only hydro dip something so many different ways. Um, you know, and there's not that there's anything wrong with that, and it's not it's not it's not creative, but it's not the same thing as you know molding all of your body together on a Nissan hard body and cutting out all the fenders so that you can lay frame. I mean, he, he serves right. a point. Go back to the the 50s and 60s and even 70s style customs. You know, you looked at a Corvette this past week. Looking at yes. the, looking at the possibility, about it. Yeah. tell tell us a little bit about that Corvette. Well, and what I mean, was done to it? Well, you you think about custom Corvettes. The thing that's cool about these cars is I'm well. First off, before any Corvette purist gets in a tizzy and sends us an email, <laughs> no Corvettes were harmed in the making of this broadcast. <laughs> but I have a confession to make. I have a confession. I like cut-up Corvettes. Me too. Me oh too. Because they're awesome. I support you, though. I love cut-up Corvettes. I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. There's nothing prettier than a beautiful mid-year vet that's all original with knockoff wheels. I love it. But you know what else I love? That same car with like dually fenders on the back of it. Yes. Flared out. Yes. Fourteen-inch wide Station, tires. Stationary headlights. Yes. Oh man. I mean, like my heart just got. Oh, bumpy just then. I'm just exactly. I love like plastic, fantastic. I love it. But you know what you don't see 
is the guy taking a Corvette now or taking a you know a Camaro or anything and modifying it that way. You just don't see it like you did back then. You know, I, my dad would tell me stories. He he knew a guy with a Stingray vet growing up. That it probably had like thirty layers of clear on it in this crazy paint job. Nobody does that even anymore. People do it not as much, and and, and the wild customizing, and you know, like like we're like like the, our guest we're going to be talking to here in the next segment, Mr. Jerry Noon. This guy is a customizer, and he's going right. to tell us about these guys, these diehard customizers. And no, those guys aren't there anymore. Um, things like that, and even if you look like a Chip Foos and Dave Kendi, they do safe customizing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but you know what? They're not stepping too far Look out. Look at Kendig though. He's not afraid to really cut into something. I mean, and really Have you seen his haircut? He ain't afraid of a lot. <laughs> He'll cut it, and he's a master fabricator. It's just the average person can't see what he did. No. And that's true. I mean, like, he's the guy that's going to chop it a sixteenth of an inch. Yeah, but you know what? The, the things he does, I mean, people generally don't do it anymore. Back then, you had people doing that in their garages. When you had chopped G10 vans coming out, and you did. You want to talk about the nearest next to worthless, a chopped <laughs> van. You just think about that for just a second. But you know what? That was, that was cool. People people done that. Nowadays, what? You slam a couple stickers on it, and you're supposed to win every car show award there is? I mean, you, you serve a point there. You and, don't buy custom. You I, make custom. And I'm in the business of selling said stickers, but... I mean, that's, to me, and yeah, that adds a custom flair and a personal touch, but I mean, it, it should really carry above and beyond that. Come that up. makes the car yours, but not really custom. Exactly. Exactly. All you did is put a personal plate on it that, at that point. That's all you did. All right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. You want to talk about making something custom? Our call-in guest coming up next is, we got a little commercial break. Stay tuned. We're talking hot rods right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Oh, Rob! What's happening, dude? Oh, man, just sitting here hanging out. Got a great calling guest for everybody today. Who we got? We got Mr. Jerry Noon from Noon Customs. Ah. See, I, this is what I like, because I'm South Carolina with California cool. Mm-hmm. This guy's California cool in South Carolina. Right. He's the real deal. Jerry, welcome to the show, bud. Hey, how are you doing? I got my son, J.J., with me. He's uh, running the business with me. How you doing, fellas? What's going on, J.J.? Man, I, t- I love it. I love it. It's a family affair, Hot Rod, and that's what I tell people all the time. This is, I love our hobby. I love the car. I love the car hobby because it is a family thing. I'm a third-generation car guy. I love this stuff. And, I mean, just like your son's in it. I mean, these. it's, it's way more than a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Oh yeah, I start. I all started with me. My my dad had a tea bucket project sitting in the garage when I was a kid, and I started playing with it when I was fourteen. I tell you, a tea bucket, and now the tea buckets are getting hot again. Yeah, and that that thing was cool. It had uh, the twelve spoke mag magnesium wheels in the front, and some fifteen by fifteen Krager Super Sports in the rear of the nine inch, and it was a cool project. What kind of motor did you end up running in it? A uh, small block Chevy. Hard to go. I'll tell you what, four tough with Chevy stuff, boys. That's yeah. That's the only way to go sometimes, especially yeah, that's fast. Yeah, I knew how to work on back then. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great platform, really and truthfully. I mean, you know, and a lot of your street rod stuff, and I mean, I know you know this too, it's harder to put a Ford motor in some cars than it is to run a traditional small block Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 some of these newer Ford motors and stuff, they're trying to get all the wiring down on them. 
Yeah. They're getting there. And they're getting there. You're starting to see some Coyote swaps. You're actually starting to see a lot of guys playing with the late model Hemis, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. I tell you what, if I was going to build a street rod today, I would love to build me a glass 41 Willys and run like a late model 6.4 Hemi in it. I yeah, think that would be, a, be nice. You know, just kind of, like, kind of a take on the old school Hemi Willys, but all yeah, late model. Mean, be a mean machine. Oh, yeah. You know, and the thing is funny is they're all pro street. And what I would do is I would go with a pro street tub carb. I would run like a 20 by 12 under the back of it. Just, you know, low profile, nice big meets and wide, but more of a pro touring build. I, lo- I think those cars, those cars are just iconic. Yep. Yep. I love it. And I think, I mean, I just think that would be a fun twist on the traditional wheelies. So tell us what you got going on down at Newton Customs right now. What are we working on? Well, we got a, uh, we got a 31 Model A. We're doing a five window coupe. JJ just painted it. It's all black, but going with a tan interior. And it's got a, it's got a flathead in it. So it's got the B block, you know, it's got a 51. Flat in it with a uh, with a C six tranny. Got the old Fenton heads on it. I'll tell you what, that's a blast from the past right there. Yeah, got dual carbs and you know nice cool car. He had, he had us put air on it, which is a challenge we found out on a flathead. That's that's a major ordeal on a flathead. Yeah, but it's, we got it done. So we got most of the hoses hidden, and try, he's trying to keep it looking old school. So we're adding air to it. Took a took a little bit of engineering to relocate you know routing of hoses and stuff try to make it disappear there's not a lot of places to hide things on a model a especially when you're not running hood side (laughs) that's extremely tricky (laughs) when you're not running a hood yeah we went around the along the inside of the frame rail he's got the the headers running on the outside oh yeah yeah so it gave us room in the inside to run all the all the ac and heater lines it's like my 32 Ford Roadster I had. I'm really big on just sterile engine compartments and things like that. But in a 32 Ford, do you realize how much stuff I'm running through the frame of this car, hide, trying to hide everything on it? I mean, it's, it's just, and I mean, it, it, that was the biggest nightmare is hide, cramming everything into this 32 Ford that I wanted and not seeing it. Nowadays, it's really nice uh when you have the opportunity doing a frame off, building a uh, an actual false subfloor or even a tunnel, it's an easy way to route even brake lines and things like that. I mean, it, obviously making them accessible, but yeah, you're really you're seeing go. a lot of that done with like all your pro mod, you know, your uh, modified cars nowadays, the LS swaps and all that. Guys yeah. are hiding everything, and it looks killer. Oh yeah. But I mean, and, and I mean, it's really the smart way of doing it because you, know, you think about it. All the, you know, when you're running things down a frame rail, basically you're never going to be able to touch it again without a major <laughs> yeah. ordeal. Yeah. And now, if you got a subfloor in it, you pull seats out, you drop, you drop that top level out. You you've got access to to make repairs or upgrades or whatnot to it. Oh yeah. That's that's a really smart move, and that's what I love about hot riding though is where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I lo- that, that's what makes it cool because, I mean, everybody's trying to figure out how you did it and make it work. I love it. Yeah, yeah we've, got a, uh, we've got a Ferrari Dino here in the shop that came out of the state of Washington, so the whole bottom half of it was pretty much rusted out. So we had to cut off all the rockers and the, 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 the rear quarters. I mean, basically the bottom half of the car, the bottom of the doors had to get all remade but we're when we're cutting out the um the passenger side rockers 
Um, I could smell like burning rubber when I was cutting the rockers out, the old sheet metal. Mm-hmm. Well, they ran. It's a mid-engine car. A Ferrari ran all the uh, all the heater and and the AC lines through the body, <laughs> like before, and then spot welded everything together. So it's all tucked up up inside the you know right below the door inside the body, but the rockers. But you can't access it all. So you basically got to pull, you know, make sure they're still in there to pull new lines if you got to replace them. And obviously, they got to be replaced now. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing that's crazy, though. You would think Ferrari being the, you know, the car it is, the quality, that they would might have came up with a little better plan than that. Yeah, I mean, this thing's going, it's a, it's a, I guess that's why it's an Italian car. It's like spaghetti running that, those lines <laughs> through there. <laughs> I tell you what, Italian does sound pretty good. You're making me hungry now. But that's, but I mean, and this, this is a big money car now. And just kind of break it down for a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize how much a Ferrari Dino is. And you said, what year was this thing? This was a 75 308. So those cars are, I mean, those cars are what? Two, around 200 right now, right? Two and a quarter restored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting up, with that, up a little higher than that. They're, Two fifty to three now. They're, yeah, they've been I mean, going up. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Ferrari guru. I mean, I keep up with it a little bit, you know, here and there. But I mean, those are, that's I mean, and the thing is, and you guys shops right here local in South Carolina. That's what I love about it. We've got these quality builds going on right here at home. We're not just talking about California, right? Yeah, yeah. We just we did a two seventy five GTB, which is a big dollar, you know, four to six million dollar Ferrari. The guy one of that was sent from San Diego, from California, out here to have it done. That's all. That's awesome, right there. I love it. It came from California to Carolina to get fixed. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what's the big difference in styles that you've seen coming from California to South Carolina? I don't know. I just, uh, you know, what with the internet and everything out there, you know, every, everybody's looking at what everybody else is doing and stuff, and so some of the styles are, you know pretty close not like the old days where where everybody had their own thing it's uh i think every builder i think i've heard you guys talk about this one time before but all the builders have their own styles too you know oh yeah absolutely oh yeah get their little touch that they do to all yep. of them yeah the, the, yeah uh, and I, you know, I grew up i grew up you know doing work for gene winfield he was in canoga park in the san fernando valley where i grew up and stuff and knew george barris and all those guys so how was George yeah. Barris in person? Right, he's a nice guy. He's always hitting on my wife. <laughs> really, little, little short guy, about you know, about five foot four, five five or something, and always ask my wife if she wants to go to Starbucks with him. <laughs> that, that's insane. <laughs> Although you know what, never meeting the man, but seeing him, I can almost believe that. Like pretty yeah. easy. I can, Winfield, I can... Gene Winfield the same way. He's a total ladies man. He's, he's well. I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm. I, I actually, the last time I saw Gene Winfield was this past November at SEMA. We were at the, uh, we were actually in Vegas. What's the restaurant with all the uh, neons? The Peppercorn Mill. The Pepper Mill. Pepper Mill. And Gene Winfield was there eating dinner, and we were just standing there talking while we were waiting for a table. I've never seen a man that was 91 years old with jet black hair like he's got. He's got to be putting <laughs> lacquer in that hair. Oh, it has to. How many girls did he have with him? He had two with him when I was there. <laughs> that's, that's the minimum. He's a, he's an old family friend of ours. I tell you what, that guy right there, that's the real deal, and that's what I love about him. I mean, because he is. He he still gets his hands dirty. He's not riding on something he did 40 years ago. This guy's still chopping tops. 
Yeah. When I was in California, we were on the same street. We were both on Sierra Highway. I was in Lancaster, and he was in the middle Mojave Desert. Really? Yeah, he moved his shop out of the valley out to Mojave. He's still there in the same location. And my shop was an old Ford dealership. They built a new, um, a new, uh, you know, auto mall, and they all they moved out of that area into the new ones. And so it, this place was for lease. So, well, heck yeah. I tell you what, Jerry, hold that thought right quick. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and uh, we're going we want to hear a little more about Noon Customs. I want to hear a little more about this. This is, I love where this is going right here. So we're going to keep it rocking. Hang tight, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? That's right, guys. We got a special call-in guest today. We got Jerry and JJ Noon from Noon Customs right here at home at the upstate of South Carolina. Yes, sir. We're talking California cool right here here in the Carolinas. I love it. Absolutely. We left off talking about some pretty interesting things. We're talking about Gene Winfield picking up chicks, <laughs> and we're talking about George Paris hitting on my old or hitting on his old lady. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's a pretty good place to did, leave off. Did George Paris have all the pins in his pocket back then too? Oh yeah, the yeah. suspenders and all. Oh yeah. I've never <laughs> seen a man carry more sharpies with him than George Barris. George Barris is that's the guy you never have to ask to borrow a pen. <laughs> He's always got it. I've never seen nope. a picture of him without a Batman jacket and pens, sharpies. <laughs> I don't know how much his signature is worth, but I got a feeling he's put it on a lot of stuff. He chew the hell out of a cigar too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've seen that too. So I mean, all right, George Barris, Gene Wilfield in their heyday. Now I understand George Barris really didn't. Hit on a whole lot there at the tail end. He was kind of working on what he did. And Gene Winfield, who would you think is one of the better customizers? Or would you say they're two totally different ones? They're totally different. Uh, back in the day, Sam Barris was was the, the builder. George was more of the marketing guy when they were doing, you know, the Batmobile and uh, the Munster mobile and, you know, all that stuff. It was Sam Barris was mainly the builder, but he, but he had passed away earlier. And and Winfield, uh, Winfield, basically a lead sled guy, you know, was making his own fiberglass bodies. We did, we had a guy out of uh, Scottsdale, Bill McKenzie. We did a fiberglass car uh, for him. I think I showed you a picture of it, the gold one. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was all fiberglass body that Winfield was was uh, doing. You know, he pulled a mold off one of his chopped fifty Mercs. I tell you that. There's nothing, you know what, I don't care what the trends change, I don't care what happens, there is nothing cooler than a 50 mark with just that perfect chop. Now you can See, take, I, I agree with that. You can take it too much, or you can't take it enough, but when you got that perfect chop, just like that goal when you showed me the picture of, that's just, that never goes out of style. That's like money, it's just always hot. Yeah, it's, it's it definitely timeless, timeless works of art, and that's kind of what we try to achieve here too, you know, everything we put out, we want uh, you know, we want them to be timeless stuff that'll just never go out of style, and every time you see it, it's recognizable. You know, and that's something I preach to people all the time about when, when they're building a car. It's easy to fall into a fad. It, it's yeah. so easy to do, and I mean, but there's just something about timeless. And you know, there's some things you can do to a car you can totally take away that you can't put back. Right. Yeah. And you yeah, know, when, when Winfield's one. Of the, he's the one that kind of got me into the whole customs. I'd. I started doing, uh, I started off at a limousine manufacturer when I was, you know, like 19 years old. So I was pretty good, 
place to start where you cut a car in half. <laughs> you, you I was about to say, you're, you're customizing every day. Yeah, you're, you're basically building half of a car out of nothing. So that was a good way to get go into uh, restorations and custom work you know, from that. But anyways, I was doing upholstery work out of my garage. And Winfield asked me to do an interior on his personal car. He had a 55 Merc. That was my first tuck and roll. And it was a two-tone green. You know, it was a dark green with a light green tuck and roll inserts. But I, after that, we did a show car. It was a 46 uh, uh, Ford convertible did for a guy named Johnny Gamelli. Anyways, it ended up on the cover of uh, Rod and Custom. But that it, um, I was over at his shop <clears throat> pulling patterns and stuff while I was in primer, and I was watching Gene mix paint, you know. And back then, he was still using lacquer, and uh, <laughs> I got to watch the man do it. And basically, he would just take a... Take a five-gallon bucket, cut take, cut the lid off of it, pour in a bunch of clear, and then start pouring toners in it and mixing it, stirring it till he got the car. This car went purple with his famous white, you know, fade down the middle of it. So he's doing a purple color, and he just kept adding the toners to it till he got and picking it up with a stick and stirring it, you know, gallons of 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 candy basically till he got it where he wanted it, and then. Uh, you know, I watched him shoot the car. So, and he did it like you've been. You could tell he'd been doing it forever. Definitely not his first rodeo. Exactly. Yeah, he ended and, up. Yeah, we did a car for Billy Gibbons, a uh, a caddy that they featured us on the ride show back when it was on. But Gene Gene came into the shop and shot that car for us. That's cool. Now, what kind of caddy was this for Billy? That's sixty-one. Sixty-one. It was for his wife. That's yeah, awesome. we had special badges made for it. He used to call her Chica. <laughs> so instead of like the badges, they looked like the Cadillac crest, but it said Chica G on them. So we had them made for the fenders and put them in the seats. How's Billy? Yeah, yeah. How's Billy Gibbons? I mean, uh, I mean, I, everybody knows he's a car guy, and of course you know him from ZZ Top. But I mean, how is he as as a as as a customer of yours working for him? Well, I tell you, he was this cool for about five years after we got uh, we finished the car in, in the episodes. He sent us boxes of tamales for Christmas. In <laughs> boxes of year. Texas tamales. Yeah. yeah, Maria's Mexican food in Houston, Texas. Would we get a box of them every year? That's cool. It's a case in dry ice. Yeah. And he wears uh, all black Converse. And on his tour bus, he had boxes and boxes and boxes of black on black Converse. Uh, and that is the only shoe he will wear. I'm going to tell you something. He's got good taste. He does have good taste. I mean, I like Chuck Taylor just as much as the next guy. Converses yeah. and Cadillacs. I mean, where can you go wrong? That's it. And ZZ Top to boot. Yeah. I mean, he's got good <laughs> tunes to boot. So. And the man's got the beard game. He he was he was rocking a cool beard way before that was cool. You know. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely a cool cat, man. Uh, he, he is cool. That's the guy that's just too cool for school. Like oh, yeah. he walks into a room and the temperature drops. That's how cool he is. <laughs> you know. He is definitely too cool. So all right. So what's one of your favorite builds you remember, guys? Builds. <laughs> Man, that's tough. <laughs> we put our hearts and souls into everything. Well, and I, and I know that's. I mean, it's kind of like asking a mother to pick your favorite child. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's pretty easy in my household. <laughs> yeah, mine too. I was the only child, but still. And I still didn't get picked. What's up with that? <laughs> Man, I don't know. What, what would you think? That's that's really tough. I, I tell you, me personally, 
just, you know, growing up doing this, when we did Billy's car, me being, I was younger, I was only about six, what, 17, 16, yeah, sure. maybe younger than that. And uh, I, I, I really like design work and stuff. And that was one of the first cars that I was really able to design most of the interior, kind of help dad with a lot of it. And really one of my first complete kind of, I, I was involved I guess one of the first more involvement ones. So mine would have to be Billy's Cadillac, I would think, just because of the. Oh, that's a pretty prestigious ride to start off on. That's a killer father-son project. Exactly, the whole essence of of that job, I think, was probably probably my favorite. I like that. That I mean, that's definitely that's definitely top runner material. That that would probably go down in my books. It's pretty good too. I mean, you know, if I got to meet Billy Gibbons, I'd get excited about it. You know, much less (laughs) Billy Cadillac four with my old man. That's just cool. Uh, but I mean, I it followed up actually the next year uh, we did uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd uh, Extreme Lee, so that that was a pretty cool build too. There so you guys, you doing. guys built Extreme Lee. No, we actually did the interior. You did the interior yeah. in the Extreme Lee. Yeah. Now that uh, thing was that's like still a, pretty cool. That's very cool too. I mean, one it's Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and two, we've got his rendition of the General Lee. Which was that? Was that? I mean, how was that car in person? Yeah, was it? Did it really it, look yeah, the part? They call it the, they call it the extremely. Yeah. So what kind of motor was he running in that thing? I don't remember a guy uh, Steve Struck did at a place called Pure Vision. Mm-hmm. He was out in California. He's one of the build. I'm trying to remember what motor he ended up putting in that thing. That was a little while back. 440, but it was fuel injected. It was all work over. Yeah. But it was you know all big bare brakes on it and. They could add Hotchess suspension. It's, and, it's definitely not no stock '69 Dodge Charger. No, that's why they call it extremely because it was a you know radical version of the general. Yeah, that was about the time when all the pro touring stuff really started blowing up. I tell you what, did you ever thought you'd see the day somebody build a hundred thousand dollar show car and take it autocrossing? Nah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Talk you about trends. Do. That's, yeah. that's just a crazy thing. Well, guys, I tell you what, we're running out of time. I want to thank both of y'all so much for being on the radio with us today and sharing a little bit of the, all the cool stories and stuff with all our listeners here at Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Guys, I want to thank you again, like I said, and uh, be sure to check out the Noon Customs on Facebook. These guys got some killer stuff on there. They're always posting old pictures and all that stuff and looking forward to seeing you out here at some of the shows this spring. All right. Thanks for having us on. All right, buddy. Thanks, Rob. All right, bud. Y'all take care. Take care. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.